So it's Wednesday. We're in the middle of the week. You know, yeah, times get hard, but why like why care about it? We're going to get to Friday. Friday is our end point. We're going to get there and we're going to have a good ass weekend. So why why dwell on the past of this week? We might as well just keep pushing. Keep going, keep your head high, you know, everything happens for a reason. It's hump day. Let's get through the rest of this week, make it to Friday, have some Friday beers. You are now tuning in to the Roughnecks Podcast with your host, Cole Nixon. Much love. One last thing before we get into today's episode. A lot of people ask how they can support the podcast. Well, I have a couple easy ways. The first way is just listen and subscribe. And another thing you can do is go follow the Roughnecks podcast on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube as well. If you get something out of today's show, then do me a favor. Share it with a friend. If you really want to go above and beyond to support the podcast, then head over to roughneckspodcast.com and get you some of that merch. I appreciate all of the support, but let's get into today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. This is episode 107, I think, probably. Uh, it comes out tomorrow. So, but anyway, uh, we are back with another episode. And before I get into the guest, I just want to say that there are new merch. There is, there are new merch. There is new merch out right now. The dad shirt is out. It says the man, the myth, the legend with dad on it. Um, if you need a gift for your dad for Father's Day, Definitely go over to roughneckspodcast.com and grab one of those. Order it like ASAP because to allow, if you want it in time for Father's Day, to allow time for shipping, these are print on demand products. So the shipping or everything does take a little bit longer. So definitely try to order as soon as possible if you want that for Father's Day. Um, what else? What else? There's another shirt that I just dropped. Hold my beer shirt as I'm drinking a beer. This isn't a hold my beer episode, but we've been drinking for a minute. So it might as well be. But um so the hold my beer shirt is out it says hold my beer on the front with some mugs clashing into each other and on the back it says watch this go check that out on roughneckspodcast.com i've been told that this will be my best selling shirt and i it'll probably be up i don't know how long it'll be up it'll be up for a little bit at least uh to see we'll see how well it does if it doesn't sell it'll probably get taken down but and today actually as we're recording this uh today is flag day it's tuesday you're hearing this the night before it comes out and uh I released a new, I originally came out with Roughnecks Flags a while ago. This was like one of my first or second sales that I did. But I released the, today a new flag. It's got the the OG Roughnecks podcast design with the bowl and the Roughnecks across it. Um, it's that design, black flag. Nice flag. It's one-sided, uh, but you uh, it's got, you know, two grommets to hold it, whatever. But those three items are new items, and the merch drop is coming next month. I know originally I said it was this month, but it is coming next month. But uh, enough of me talking. Let's get into the guest. Today, I have an, a very old friend that goes way back. Probably, me and you probably go back longer than Scott, who's been on this podcast. You're probably the person that I go back with the longest, like, 
together because I Kyle Gibson on and me and him were friends like for a long time. But Dante Fair, welcome officially to the Rough. Well, this is actually your second time on the Rough Next podcast, but as a guest, welcome to the podcast, not for a Q&A Friday. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, you were 60, 70 episode? Yeah, I believe so. I think, was it the first Q&A? It was the first yep. Q&A. Yeah, it was when I tried that out and it's still going on. I actually am recording another Q&A next week. So we're getting because this is 107 and 110, so it's coming up uh, next Friday. Oh uh, yeah, 108. Yeah, well, next Friday is Q and A Friday number seven or something. Yeah, that that episode was honestly a lot of fun. A lot those of those have been questions. the best questions that I've had, in my opinion, throughout that whole thing. And those were the best questions I had. I haven't got as many questions recently. Like I'm actually worried I need to get some questions for this next Q and A Friday. But uh, but that that one or the one I did with uh, Robbie Speaks. That was those were both really good questions that I had that got asked and answered. Speaks, yeah, I did. I did listen to that one. Yeah, he was on technically three episodes. It was because the first time we were recording, we recorded and it just kept going on and on and on and on. And then, like we kind of talked about this earlier before we started recording, like where you, you like getting good content, you don't want to stop. Like right. you just want to keep going because like, and I mean, it's crazy. Like looking at Rob, like speaks, like. I would have never expected it because I didn't know him too well. You knew him probably a little better than I did with wrestling. Yeah, and stuff. wrestling. I mean, he was on the football team too, but I feel like he was more always um, like to himself more. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he told his story too about like when he was in high school living with friends and stuff. And like, I mean, I can understand why he was kind of quiet in mm-hmm. high school, but it, it's crazy. And like, just like seeing him now doing well, it's, it's really cool. And that's kind of one of the things I was going to talk about on this episode is like how everybody takes different paths. Yeah. And we'll dive into that like when we start talking about our stuff but everybody takes like a different path so it's kind of weird like it's just weird seeing like when you kind of come across people especially like with facebook or instagram or whatever you see what people are doing you're like damn like i wouldn't honestly never expected that yeah i mean honestly like like thinking back like even to high school now like thinking about it now i would never expected you to create a podcast and stick with it you know (laughs) i don't think anybody expected like this was the very last thing i think people expected me to do and now i'm over a hundred episodes into it which is crazy yeah you stuck with it i I mean i love this podcast love love what it's about love the merch it started out as a fucking joke (laughs) literally a joke and has turned into i have a website i release two episodes a week typically but it's it's crazy what it turn like things turn into and like kind of you know sneak peek of this Friday's episode. But like you know there was definitely setbacks. There was definitely failures that happened. Like the as you know I had fan speak. That was the first podcast I ever did, which that was also for fun. And then like but like you go through those failures, you have those setbacks. But that's like where you just kind of grow from them. And that's kind of one of the things. And that was it, one of the thing, biggest things. That's kind of the big reason I keep with it too. Like I'm learning a lot and. I got to meet some really cool people throughout this experience and like talk to a lot of different people and help stay connected with friends. Cause like, you know, I bring them on and like some of like Scott and stuff or whatever. They're like, I don't know why you want me on. And I'm like, it, you're easier to talk to than like a person I have never met before. Right. It's a, it's more of a, more of a casual, casual episode than it would be if you're interviewing someone who like, you don't really know, but you do want to pick their mind and like see what their uh, mindset is like.
I had to switch those. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't sound different. They do fit different. I flipped the. Uh, they really do fit a little different. Now I, I don't understand why they have right and left on your headphones, but because I was rubbing against. Oh, yeah, a little spring there. <clears throat> yeah. Still working on the podcast equipment. I want to be like Joe Rogan and be able to get the. He has a cough button. Oh, literally, really? like if somebody has to cough, they literally push the button and can cough and it mutes their microphone and everything. Wow. I'm A. It's only up from here. I already see the buttons right here. I mean, all I don't even know do. what all these do. <laughs> <laughs> but just the, you know, kind of already gone into it a little bit, but just to give kind of the Roughnecks listeners a gist of who you are, just kind of give your background on who you are. Um, yeah, my name is Dante Fair. Um, I graduated from Watkins Memorial High School, class of 2017 with Cole. Um, after high school, I went on to the College of Worcester and I played football up there. And um, Cole and I actually played against each other. <laughs> yeah, we went from teammates to enemies in a way. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun too. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just a normal guy, you know, trying to figure out this life stuff. You know, there's a lot of a lot of uh, BS in the world today, so just kind of filter through it, keep my head on straight, head high, you know, one day at a time. One day at a time. That's the big thing. I think people. You know, and that's with a lot of things that you look at where, you know, we have these goals or whatever. And I mean, I'm guilty of it. I've done it where you just want it to happen overnight. And it's a long process. Everything like nothing comes easy. Everything's difficult to get to. Like you got to navigate through this whole life thing that you were talking about, like, you know, post-college, especially like life hits you like a fucking freight train and you just got to figure it out. Oh, it, and yeah. it's it's crazy, but like you just and like like you said, the big thing you just got to take it one day at a time. Because if you try to do too much or like you know look too far ahead in the future, and it's good to look in the future and look forward to things and have goals and aspirations, but you can't get too far ahead of yourself. Sometimes you have to slow down and just focus on where you're at. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a very impatient person. Like the job I'm working right now, I I mean, I've been working there for almost a year, but like I've already applied for two promotions didn't get one which is okay i mean i'm only 23 but here's the thing is you have to do that because exactly. if you don't do it then you really will never get it exactly if you, you have to be able to take that ch chance and then it also shows like you know i'm interested in growing with this company like i want it's money but it's also like not all about the money like it's other things as well i mean honestly on my end it's mostly about the money at this point <laughs> <laughs> bills are expensive and things are not getting cheaper by any means <laughs> dude i don't think that's one thing that as kids that we really paid attention to like when you know your parents like or you're eating like you know grilled cheese at night or like something simple and you don't or you want that candy bar and they're like no like and you're like i just don't understand why it's such a big deal to buy a two dollar candy bar with those two dollar candy bars add up and stuff like that and like once you get out in the real world it makes you really appreciate your parents or like you're just like how how did they do it yeah i have no idea i literally have no idea how my mom did it but i definitely appreciate the little miscellany meals here and there now you know a little <laughs> yeah. cheap you know just throw them in the microwave eat them real quick <laughs> yes that's what when me and sierra were at the store one time i was like why don't we just get these and they're like the stofers like little individual tv dinners and she's like really i'm like they're 10 for 10 fuck yeah let's do it chicken pot pies <laughs> like i don't that. care i might have to eat two of them to be able to actually fill up but like back in the day it was like just another meal like it's not that big of a deal but it's it makes you appreciate like all the hard work and i think that's part of the reason that like i'd like to say that both of us like grew up you know being hardworking people and like you know we have to if we want to get something like we had to earn it it wasn't just given to us and you know 
my dad always said like i don't want you to live like us like i don't want you guys to have to like you know almost go paycheck to paycheck a time like i want you to like strive higher than what we gave you and stuff like that and it it makes you appreciate all the hard work that you know people put in like that you didn't see in the stuff behind the scenes that you know or like nights that you might watch your mom or your like whoever not eat because they were feeding you like you were the main priority and it just kind of shows you, you we were raised right in my opinion yeah i mean as a child you don't really you don't really understand it like you i like you wouldn't i mean oh, you I could had see no it idea. you could see it but maybe you wouldn't understand why but i mean when you grow up and you actually start understanding the value of money even though as much as i hate money i mean everyone needs it everyone needs money so once you start like understanding the value of money you see like oh my goodness like i get this paycheck i have to literally spend more than half of my paycheck on bills as soon as i get it you know it's like i don't know i really have no idea how my mom did it i yeah it's it's crazy but i wanted to talk a little bit before we dive too much into other stuff um you know you, the funny thing is is that music that you guys just listened to was actually all you made every any music that's on this podcast now the very early episodes if people listen to it it's still got like the old music that i just got off the internet mm-hmm. but all the new music like the voice where it says i'm, I'm gonna do it I'm, I'm gonna test it out <laughs> you are now tuning in to the rough next podcast with your host there we go yeah so that little voice there um that is dante dante made oh dante made all of the music for this podcast including the intro and the uh there's another one the q a friday the motivation monday and the opening there's a little opening music after i do like it does like the ads and stuff Mm -hmm. before the episode but you made all of that music and you always got it to me quick. That's what I love. I'd text you, dude, and you'd just be like, yeah, I got it. Here's a few things. Tell me what you think. Do you want voiceover? Like, what do you want? And I'd, it'd be like within a week, usually within a couple of days, you already have something for me. I mean, because my thing is, is like when you text me, like I'm, I'm, I mean, I hate to admit it. Like I'm on my phone a lot. When someone hits me up, when they text me, I'm almost instantly seeing it unless I'm doing something else. Um, so I just, I, I don't like the whole take forever to like mm-hmm. do something because i have no idea like what your timeline is and when you want this music by so like i'm like i'm just gonna do it until i get it done send you a couple ideas if you don't like it i'll fix it tweak it but um one thing i did want to say i didn't say it last time i was on here but um like the motivation for me making like music or just podcast podcast music in general um I, I did mention that I was like making it for a project at school, but it was actually me and one of my like really good friends from school. His name's Seth Burke. He went to St. Ed's. Um, we both like worked really hard on this podcast project and that kind of like, we were just going crazy. We made probably like 15 different beats just for one podcast and you can't put all, you, <laughs> no, can't. you really, that's what I always worry about. Sometimes I'm like, do I have too much different type of music? But I'm like, no, fuck that. I like cool shit. Like I like to right. have something different and like, I want something like Motivation Monday. That music is like attached to Motivation Monday. Like I want it to be where somebody hears it. Like in my daily listeners, the people that listen to every episode and stuff, like they know that music. Like they could be like zoning out and if they'll hear that and they know like Motivation Monday is about to start. People know the intro. Like it, it they it's attached to something. Yeah, and that, I mean it makes it kind of like more personal too if you have like 
I mean, me personally, I think that it made it like more personal if you had some like one of your high school friends or just someone you're close with make the music, whereas like anybody can get the music that off of YouTube mm-hmm. or off offline, but if or yeah, online, but if someone is making that for you, that's actually like custom for your podcast. Like yeah. you, you, you literally own that music, man. <laughs> yeah. It, that, well, technically, you own. Well, it. yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean. You know, will you mean. sell me the rights? Yeah. <laughs> you get some royalties here and there, you know. You know what? If I become the next Joe Rogan, I'll, I'll uh, definitely give you some royalties, and we'll, well, you'll probably be making a different music for it, but. Well, I don't know. I, it's hard to switch from that first that intro. Yeah, that I mean, intro sweet. And intro fits perfectly. I mean, honestly, you wouldn't even have to switch from it because, like, I mean, the intro is kind of like the staple of your podcast. When mm-hmm. someone hears that, they're like, "Okay, this is a roughneck." So, like, that's your intro. You know what I mean? I mean, I hope they can figure it out. It's roughnecks. It's like, <laughs> it fucking says you're tuning in to the roughnecks podcast. Yeah, that was wasn't that the first one that you ever made for me? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was. And then. I think was it Motivation Monday that was next? I don't know. It was. I know it was. Yeah, Motivation Monday definitely came next, and the last one I made was Q and A Friday. Yeah, and then that was like the rock type beat, right? Yeah, I think so. But we got to come up with something for the drinking episodes. That's oh. the last one for now, at least. For, oh, I don't I, think I'm adding any different. I got things. some ideas already. We might. Yeah, we'll have to work something out with that. Well, the next drinking episode with is this 107. 107 it'd be 116. So that's the next, and that'd be two episodes a week. Fuck it, I'm going to look it up. Because <laughs> it's going to drive me nuts if I can't remember. Uh, let's see when the next drinking episode is. My freaking listeners probably know better than I do. Uh, July fifteenth. Oh yeah, that's plenty, that's plenty of time. Of time. That's plenty like a month. of time. Yeah, it's, it's the fourteenth. Yeah, yeah. It, that's over a month. So, be tuned in to hold my beer episode one sixteen for the new music. Yeah, be on the lookout. I'm telling you, I'm coming crazy on this one. I'll probably have to post it after I release the episode, of course, for uh, post the music on social media for it. But yeah, I really appreciate you making music, and it's nice to like have friends attached to the podcast as well even if they're like you know not a guest not a co-host whatever like they're still attached to it like you know teddy the you know my old roommate that Mm -hmm. was originally on this podcast his girlfriend used to be the one that made all my stickers and stuff and like i try to keep like if i get other than now like because it just became too much of a hassle like chase the girl i went to school with in college she used to make all my shirts for me Mm -hmm. like i try to keep everything with connected to people like i want to help other people help me it's like keeping it in the family kind yeah you know? like i don't i don't i want to spread the wealth kind of like not that it's literal literal wealth but like spread the you know the share the everything with everybody i mean it's just like i mean different experiences too if you have those connections why not utilize them i mean someone like if you ask actually like someone random to make music for your podcast they're probably going to charge you or like and it might not be a lot but still just like yeah. I mean, I'm doing it out like just like because I love you, and I'm doing it out of the kindness of my heart, and I want to be a part of the podcast. So like, I do it just because it makes me happy, makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's like I I told you, Sierra's sticker or Sierra's sister makes my stickers now, and she gave me my first bill when she made my first order, and I was like, that's not enough. <laughs> like, I'm all for cheaper things, but I'm also not trying to rip you off. Right. I was like, that is like half of what I used to pay 
and what I used to pay was also cheap. And like, we're I, I gave her ended up giving her more money, and I like kind of gave her. I hope she didn't think I was a dick, but I was like, if you're gonna like sell these to like other people, like Etsy or whatever, Facebook, if you're gonna do that, like you have to charge at least this amount of sticker, in my opinion, to be able to <clears throat> like to have a reason to actually do it. Like, you need to make a profit, and but like you don't need to kill like you know be a dickhead and overcharge but like you need to make a profit you need to value your time that you had into it i mean yeah you don't want to wax people you don't want to be like yeah a hundred dollars a sticker here but like you do like you put time into making those so why unless not you don't value? want to do it then you overcharge because yeah. then most people are like yeah screw that and you're like yeah because we'll, <laughs> we do that in our industry sometimes where we'll be like you know double it the crazy part is some people still say yes and we're like just for like jobs that you're like, well, this is going to be a hassle. Like, I don't even really want to. Oh, uh, we'll it. walk out on jobs, but it's like certain things that, like, parts of the job, like, that we don't, we know how to do, but it just takes so much time oh, and yeah. stuff. Like, you know, uh, this is a kind of a crappy example, but like a stone lid auto cover, like the where the cover for the pool comes out, mm-hmm. we'll put a stone lid on it. And like, my boss, I was like, I thought we were done with these. He goes, I tripled the price and he still said yes. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I mean, it's hard to say no when you triple the price. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know what? At least we're getting our money's worth out of this one. Yeah, but... for sure. <laughs> but it, like, at one point, he's like, I think I found the limit of where people will say no on laminars. And we're like, thank God. Because we just got tired of putting the fucking fountains that shoot into the pool. They're just a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. They look awesome. But I feel like I've seen a lot of pools with those recently. So. <laughs> Dude, just like, I, I hope I'm not saying anything I'm not allowed to say. But like, I mean, hell, they can look it up online probably. But like, just to buy the laminar itself is a thousand dollars. Like holy moly! And I, I'm assuming that's our price. Like you know, be, like being a contractor and stuff. But like just a th- like a thousand bucks just to buy. And we have people that put in like four or five. And on that's a pool. it's literally just for something that shoots water in the air and goes back into your pool. It, ours has a light in it too, which is kind of cool. Oh, okay, because so five hundred dollars for the light. <laughs> <clears throat> i don't remember what the hell the lights cost because we buy the lights they're the same lights that we put in the pool but they are cool because like we did one out of buckeye lake and my boss was out there one night messing with something and it was dark and he's like i need to see this one and because i had five of them mm-hmm. <clears throat> he's like i gotta see this one in the dark and they had bubblers too that are like shoot up out of the water and like just kind of bubble up <clears throat> and it looked freaking like with five little fountains going in yeah i mean and they change colors too like over time like oh. you can make it stay the same color or it can rotate through the colors dude it's just, it's so sweet. see you should be a salesman you just sold me on them now <laughs> don't tell him that because he'd probably let me do it but i i see the headaches he has to deal with and i'm like yeah see that's the problem is we're trying not to sell them <laughs> fair, fair. that's the other problem we, we don't want to sell them anymore <clears throat> but i wanted to talk to you know about the football aspect of you uh, decided to go to Worcester. What was your reasoning for going to Worcester? So, honestly, so, like, my college search, um, I mean. Because we went on a few visits together. Yeah, we, we went on multiple together for sure. Um, I mean, obviously. At least you didn't get a whip. Let's just get that cleared <laughs> up right now. I'll t- I'll, I'm actually, I'll share why I didn't go to wit either. Because I have, I literally remember it clear as day. But, um. so, like, obviously, early in high school, like, I had the idea that I wanted to go D1. But I mean, as, has it. as everyone does, and fair enough, I I, I didn't put the work in to go D one, and like I and I thought I did, 
But and like, I hate to say it, like I love walk-ins, but they're not fit to create D1 athletes. No, I mean, and at least when we were there, like, I, like the, you had your special players that definitely could have went D1, and even they didn't even go D1. No. You know, I mean, so the only one in the recent that I can think of is Reno. Yeah, and Reno is special for yeah. sure. He's coming on the podcast. <laughs> oh, is he? Yeah, yeah that's gonna I be talked to him. Bet, I forgot so. about him. Yeah, he's coming on. He'll be later in the year, but he's coming on the podcast. But um, so I just started like searching searching schools and i like actually sent my highlight tape to like d2 schools and um i never heard anything back and then i started getting like contacted by d3 schools for visits and stuff and then um we went i i don't remember like the timeline of when my visits were but i remember we went to otterbein together because we left school early to go to morris otterbein. was there too yeah. morris and scott was Scott there? I think and Scott, Scott had there. no aspirations. Yeah. He just wanted out of school. <laughs> he was going to, like if he was going to go play anything, it was going to be baseball, and which he did. And then uh, I think Dakota was there too. Oh, okay. Maybe it wasn't Scott. Maybe it was Dakota instead. I, I don't remember. Scott was there too. Oh, okay. I want because it, it was a big group of it us was. that day. But it was like, like just thinking back on it, like coaches, like some of these D three coaches would literally come to our high school and bring us out of class. And then it was they, awesome, dude. Yes, it was so cool. Like I the best part is, is like we'd walk out of class and like see, like you know, we'd see like me and you would always see each other. We're like, yeah, oh, yeah we got a coach here. <laughs> like, yep, it's another one. And you could tell like kids in class, like it, it was always like the same class that we got pulled out of. Mm-hmm. It was like second or third period every time, and you could tell kids in the class would just be pissed. Cause yeah. What the fuck? Like, you know, I, I'm going to play D1. But, um, actually, so, sorry to get to your question. I was beating around the bush. Hold on. I'll share. First off, I'll share why I didn't go to Wittenberg. Um, I was on a visit to Wittenberg, and we were in, like, their kind of, like, hallway with, like, trophies and stuff, I guess. And then the, the coach, or, like, not the coach, or maybe it was a coach, um, the dude who was, like, guiding us around was like, you see all these trophies? If you want to win one, come here. If you want to lose, go to Worcester, like go to Worcester. And I was like, dude, if you're trying to recruit me by like shitting on other schools, like I don't that, care. That's funny. They did that to me too, because like you know that most if you like do an overnight or if you eat lunch with a player or something, they're like, where else are you looking? Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, <clears throat> I'm telling them at Wit, because I was with we were with Mike Ford, mm-hmm. and it wasn't him that said it. But it was like one of his buddies that was. I was like, you know, I'm looking at Ohio Wesleyan too, and like da da da. And they were like, and Ohio Wesleyan and Wit rivals don't like each other as it is. And they were like, oh, we you don't want to go there. They we we always beat them every year and stuff like that. And at like that point, it's like, like if you're gonna tell me a reason not to go somewhere, don't say it's just because you beat them. Like, give me a real reason. It's more than because D three. It's more than just football. Like we're I'm looking at academics. I'm looking at social life. Like I'm looking at all these other things that honestly are going to be more important down the line because we pretty much knew like after four more years it, it's it that's it that's done right yeah so like that just kind of like turned me off completely from Wittenberg I mean I wasn't like they were in my consideration just because yes they're very good d3 oh, yeah. football school they are. but like I if still you, hate them, if you, yeah <laughs> I hate them too if you have to if you have to shit on other schools to recruit kids that's just not me and I remember like do you remember on when we went on a day visit? Me and you drove up there. Did we left like we're in a school, didn't go to school because we went on a visit there, and it was it was just me and you, like it, there was no parents or anything. Mike there too. Did we eat lunch with oh, Mike? I think we ate lunch with yeah, Mike I and remember. the kicker that was actually trying out for the NFL. And yeah, stuff. but uh, I remember like we were sitting in like that classroom or whatever, and they had all the rings on the table, and that's all they kept. Like they just kept boasting trophies and rings and. 
like which i mean don't get me wrong that definitely gets people too like it makes people attractive because they're like oh like obviously we're gonna win and they do win conference like i'm pretty sure they won three out of the four years i was in school they're a great football team they are that head coach i don't know if i could have dealt with him though not that he's a bad coach but like i don't know he's just very old school which i guess isn't a bad thing but like and maybe it makes me sound soft but like i don't know he's not a i don't feel like he's he reminds me of more of like an urban meyer type of coach where he's just gonna like he's doing business yeah i and mean like i don't know i don't know if it was the same for you but like i remember my co- like coach watts he's been on this podcast twice you know dealing with him he's a player's coach like i could call him right now with an issue and he would if i needed a job he'd try and find me connections yeah. like he's that type of coach that he's gonna it's more than just football like he's like he's a mentor as well mm-hmm. but yeah to continue on um so, distracted. yeah no it's all good um <clears throat> so i ended up getting in contact with worcester and i went up there for a day visit i actually went up there with garth i believe um and it was it was a it was a really cool visit um the campus is like super nice i mean i, I remember because i went there my junior year for a junior day visit and i love i love the campus yeah the campus is super nice like i did like i did like owu too mm-hmm. uh, the only thing i didn't really like about owu is how like how condensed the campus is it's just kind of like a dumbbell mm-hmm. you know it's not really like i mean you get the college feel i mean i saw your snapchat stories i thought like <laughs> you get the college feel but like um it just it just i don't know there's just something about it that it I is didn't, condensed you know, like i could walk all the way across campus in like 10 minutes yeah and i mean it's kind of like that for worcester but worcester is more of like a square kind of mm-hmm. and like if you're walking from corner to corner it's going to take 20 25 minutes yeah. you know but um so i had this coach from worcester um he's not there anymore he actually went to coach at finland with he coached kyle up there and he oh, like, really? talked to kyle about me and stuff yeah um his name was coach davis and we just started talking like kicking it uh, shooting the shits and um he like sent me some edits and stuff and it was super cool and then he actually had another person who committed to worcester already his name's cam one of my really good friends from worcester um he was actually he was actually my roommate my sophomore year uh he had me him reach out to me and then like it just felt like it felt super personal Mm -hmm. you know like you had these other schools like reaching out to you like hey we want you to play but they're not taking that second step above and beyond you know to make you actually feel like hey we want you here we need you here and um so yeah like once i started meeting all the guys that were committing and stuff i was just like yeah like i feel like this is the place for me and i just felt like that was the place where i could get the best opportunity to play right away and that literally is what happened i mean starting my freshman year it was so much fun um I don't know. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I the only thing I would say is like D3 is not D1. I mean, football-wise, yes, D3 you have like the meetings and stuff, but I'm talking school and social-wise. Like I mean, I have so many friends that went to D1 schools and yeah, it lo- it looked it looked like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, but like it's also it, it was a good and bad thing cuz like it was almost like high school sometimes where like you felt like you almost knew everybody. Yeah, and like there's small campuses, and like there's pros and cons to that because it's like you know a lot of people, and I like I mean I'll be honest, like I made a lifelong friends in college, like yeah, like you already mentioned, kind of like I like me and Teddy will talk till the day that we die, like right. uh, Jesse, like I can name off a bunch of people. Sorry for everybody that I'm not listing, but 
those are the two that came to mind like but those like you know you meet people that and i feel like that's any like god dang, my bad um i feel like that's any college you go to you meet those type of friends but i feel like and especially playing a sport too i feel like i made a lot more friends than i probably would have and i don't know if me personally i don't know if i'd have fit in at a big school I don't feel like it'd have been for me. Oh, literally, a whole the only re, the only pro to a big school for me, honestly, would just be like the social life. I mean, like I would not trade me going to Worcester for anything because one, the football team is instant brotherhood from the day I got there. Two, academic wise, I had professors that literally knew me by name, and I had professors that was that, the best part. I had professors that were trying to get me a job after I graduated. You will not, you will not get that at a big school. I, I mean, had a you professor might. trying to get like get me to work for his company while I was still in college. You know what I mean? And you don't, you you could get that at a big school, but with a big school where there's three hundred people in the the class, yeah. like it's not the professor can't. It can't be personal. With it, and I don't blame them. Like exactly. it would be impossible for them to try and know every person. Exactly. You wouldn't learn nothing during class. Like, yeah. I mean, okay, maybe it'd be awesome kind of class to take because <laughs> he just spent the whole semester trying to figure everybody out. Yeah, what's but your like, favorite color? <laughs> oh, okay. I forget your name already, but uh, right. You're yeah. Rachel. Oh, Johnny. Uh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, just to keep it short and sweet, Worcester just felt like the best spot for me, and I kind of wanted to like exit my comfort zone a little bit and go somewhere where i didn't know anyone mm -hmm. and just kind of be like not not the oddball but like kind of the oddball if that makes sense <laughs> yeah. you know just like just go out there you don't know anyone and just see how it works that's what i was like you know i would have loved to play with you but also like it was a good thing like the only person i knew there was cam mm -hmm. well of course terry went there too who else uh that was really the only people i knew or well well caitlin went there yeah, but I yeah I guess I didn't think about that. Oh, you were just talking like boys I was thinking wise. football wise. Yeah, yeah football but I mean, Caitlin went there, and then there was some people from Heights. So like, there was some people I knew. I wasn't. I wouldn't say like I was. I wasn't really around Caitlin. Like I was, and then we kind of distanced because like mm -hmm. you know just everything like just I mean, life. Life. Yeah. Really <laughs> like, I mean, heck, she's married now and everything. She's a lot for like it, it, things happen. I'm pretty sure she she's pursuing her masters or something rather. Yeah. I remember talking to her at your grad party. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> but you know, it. I knew people, but like I didn't know people, and the people that were there, I wasn't like crazy close with. Where I like was just around them. I was around a lot of different people that I got to meet. And, you know, it basically expand my horizons, which is really cool. And the one thing I really like that you talked about is like it felt like home. Mm -hmm. That is the biggest piece of advice. I don't care if you're going for a sport or not. When you're looking for college, that if I could give you one, wherever you feel the most welcome at, wherever you feel like, you know the feeling too. Like, you think about it for a long time and you have a couple other schools that you think about, but you know the feeling of like the one that you're just like, I don't know, like that one, and you won't regret it. Just make sure it's somewhere that you want to go. Don't like that you long term can see yourself at. Try not to go somewhere just because of like one reason don't and for the love of god do never go to college because your girlfriend or your boyfriend is going to that school go somewhere like honestly go somewhere else yeah i mean that whole situation i mean i haven't i haven't really experienced that like i didn't follow my significant yeah other just, to school, nine but... times out of ten every story i've heard it ends bad i mean yeah it's just a lot of there's a lot of issues there and when you get to college you have a lot of temptation and i mean there's yeah. a there's a 
there's a lot of stuff going on in college let me tell y'all oh i mean i'm definitely not still with the same girl that i went into college with <laughs> yeah me either actually yeah, yeah. like it, it it changes and that's typical it's normal don't be afraid of it it's, pretty, it's the hard truth but yeah it's it was kind of weird too going from playing with each other every game you know and but and then like i remember lining up for kickoff the first time we played and you're standing right across from me and i'm just like you motherfucker yeah i mean it was, it was honestly crazy because i remember i remember preparing for owu and i remember you sending me that snapchat and had my picture on your guys' board yeah, i was we like always Dude, put pictures of everybody yeah they always put the picture of like what the offense did it the, or the offense put up the defense the defense didn't put up the offense because we had 12 meetings a week, so we just knew who everybody was. Our defensive coordinator was very old school as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played, we always gave him crap because he played at Toledo way back in the day. And we're mm-hmm. like, oh, you played back with them leather helmets, didn't you? <laughs> He's like, shit, it was pretty damn close. <laughs> but yeah, that was so funny. That was kind of when I was like, wow. Like, wow. This like, is real. We're, we're going to war right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, I mean, it, it was literally every single game. I mean, we played against each other in Little League, but it was, it, we were, it wasn't that big of a deal. It didn't feel like you're just learning to play the game pretty yeah. much. And then you go like all of middle school, all of high school, the all-star game to, you know, literally being in the same conference and lining up against each other. I mean, Luckily, not, we didn't play offense and defense. Yeah, that would have been like, if I was, if I was a receiver, you were a corner or something, that'd be so crazy. We'd have been literally trying to kill each other, but like, not like kill each other, but we were, we would have been trying to land a big hit. But it was just, it was just crazy to me. Cause like football is honestly what brought us so close, like lifting together every single day, practicing together. You were my best other. lifting partner I ever had. In high school. We would just grind. You were the only person that would actually put in the work. Everybody else would kind of go in and it's like, Hey, let's put more weight on. You were always like, okay. Some other people would be like, I'm good. And I'm like, no, let's, do more fucking weight. <laughs> you were you were honestly one of the only reasons that I would put more weight on though, because you were like, "Hey, I'm I'm going up," and I'm like, "Well, shit, I gotta go up too." Let's I gotta give it. credit to Grant because Grant definitely pushed, and he yeah. I feel like he pushed me and you a lot. Too. He did, and I feel and like Clark. if he if he would have been there like our four years, or maybe just starting in middle school, like maybe an intro to it, you yeah. know, like it would it would be a lot different. Like the weight program in general yeah. would just be a lot different. I don't even know what anything's like anymore. Have um, you been to the new school yet? Uh, I have been in it one time. I went to a wrestling duel and just like watched, um, watched the wrestling match. You know, it was, it was the new school. Is Which gym was it in? Oh, there's two of them. <laughs> they have two gyms. It was the gym, uh, right by the cafeteria. Do they have multiple cafeterias? No, I don't think so. Well, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but the one right by the cafeteria is the one I was in. Oh, okay. Yeah. With the screens on the outside and stuff. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really pay that much attention because I, I went, my, cousin's kid she plays volleyball at east okay. and she had a game at Watkins, and my cousin was like hey because i try to go to like some of my cousins like because they went to my football games yeah. in high school and stuff so like i try to like make a couple of their games a year and she was like hey we're playing at Watkins. if you want to come out and i'm like eh, shit. i mean it's right down the road that was back when i was still living at home so i was like yeah hey, i'll come and i remember walking in and i'm like this would have been fucking nice to have when we were in school. Right, that puppy like, is nice. Because it's like, us walking to class, dude, that shit was awful. Me and Clayton talked about that, and he was like, dude, it was bad for us. I was like, and we had more kids than you guys did. It was literally shoulder to shoulder. Like, you, we, well, we had three, four minutes to get I think to they class. increased it because of the fact that it was taking, like, we couldn't get to, it was, if you had to go from the 100 hall 
to the 800 hole or whatever it was it, you you you're literally had the run almost and imagine if you had to go to the bathroom in between classes yeah. you're gonna be late yeah <laughs> you're, you're pissed you almost cut them off short because you were trying to get the class right there's no there was no, yeah there especially because you knew you were going to the teacher that wouldn't let you go to the bathroom yeah and they'd be so mad like you'd ask hey can i go to the bathroom you just came in from the hall like we get three minutes of i got in here as school. the bell rang <laughs> like i that have to be go. plenty of time you go walk the damn hallway then <laughs> right there's literally a million kids a sea of kids in front of you and you're trying to get past them and you can't and then there's the people in the corner just making out for no reason it's like <laughs> you're gonna see each other like next period or at lunch come yeah. on now. <laughs> that was the nice part though like senior year being able to leave leave early yeah because and i don't know what time you left but i because you What's know the there earliest was, you could leave there was a b and c lunch what do you remember what lunch you had because if it was c lunch c lunch was last that was the best one to have because then you just have that hour fifth period but then you didn't have to get a lunch or anything you just leave yeah i'm pretty sure i would leave before lunch yeah i think because I, yeah, I had C, but if you had, the worst is if you had A. Because then you had to go to lunch and then sit and afterwards. sit for an hour and a half. <clears throat> but I always just went home and made pizza rolls. <laughs> Even on game day, I didn't give a shit. Hey, breakfast is And I, I would drink a monster on my way to the game. <laughs> I feel like Cam got you on that. He did. Cam was literally, he would be in the locker room. I remember this. Like, this was our playoff year. This is like our sophomore yeah. year. He would literally, it was like Dude, he C4 did monster. He did um, it in college. Still did that shit in college. <laughs> that motherfucker, I swear to God, every game he'd walk in with a red monster and or whatever. He'd kind of change flavors, but he would uh he'd do that and then I'd watch him take a scoop of pre workout and wash it down with monster right before we went out. And I'm like, What is wrong with you? He was Dude, I took pre workout before one game. I have never cramped so bad. <laughs> my my legs were cramping so bad and I was like Huck. I didn't think I like, about that. He had to be hydrated, hydrated to be doing that. I will give him credit. He was probably a lot more hydrated than I was because I, I mean, I tried to drink my gallon the night before right. and tried like drink at least a half a gallon before the day, like game and stuff, but it didn't always happen. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I would drink a monster a lot of times. So or I, what I started doing was a five-hour energy right before I'd go out, mm -hmm. like right before the last time we go in the locker room and then we go out. I drink a five-hour energy real quick. Today's episode is brought to you by roughneckspodcast.com. If you want to support the podcast, then head over to roughneckspodcast.com and grab you some of that Roughnecks merch. We have everything from t-shirts, long sleeves, sweatshirts, hats, and many more. Stay up to date on the website for new merch coming every couple months. You can place an order and it'll get sent directly to your door, and I don't even take any of the money from it. The money gets put right back into the podcast to continue to improve it for you. If you can't afford to buy some merch this time, then simply just subscribe to the newsletter and it'll keep you up to date on all the new things that are coming. I appreciate all of the support you guys give. It doesn't go unnoticed. Let's get back to today's episode. And we're back after a quick bathroom break. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Nah, good. <laughs> I meant to throw in a break. I forgot to do it. Uh, sorry, just looking at my phone. We're good. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I started doing five-hour energies before games, but then I kind of knocked that off, too, and I was like, I don't need any of this. Like, what, what am I doing? I feel like I just, I'm good, and then halftime, I'm like, <sighs> Yeah, I like feel dead. like you definitely crash off yeah. those. I mean, and for me, 
the the pre-game feeling just that pre-game like hey i'm ready to fuck somebody up Dude, <laughs> like, that was enough that. for me yes and like i missed that it was every game yeah like it didn't matter who we were playing like i didn't care if we were playing Kenyon or freaking uh hiram or whoever <laughs> it was oh uh, hiram freshman year we played them like last game or second to last game and there was fucking snow on the ground and i was just special team so i had to travel oh my god that was miserable the nice part is is i got to wear one of the senior safeties he was like here you can wear my they brought out the the coats yeah i wore his coat and then he'd cut and it would worked out well because like i'd be running on the field and i'd be giving it to him like hey here you go but like Oh, sorry they were those coats were awesome but also like another thing that we never i think they broke them out in high school once oh dude we didn't um maybe maybe i mean i don't maybe we didn't have any cool cool like cold games i want to say because I, I didn't wasn't st- our senior year i think it was sophomore year i think it was playoff game oh well yeah maybe maybe that game <laughs> maybe we actually made game. it the week 11 yeah i was about to say maybe for that game but i mean i definitely didn't have a coat because i didn't see the field <laughs> sophomore year Oh no, no, I played special teams. Don't get yeah. me wrong, I played special teams, but sophomore. But that's that is one thing about college is you don't really under like yeah, you see the the big D one programs with those coats, those heaters like every on the player side has on. Yeah, but like then you get it. Can you keep it down, please? <laughs> then you get to like a that? a D three school. Jesus, our tech oh, girl wow. has walked. Oh yeah, Sierra's tech girl. By the way, all right, hold on. Let me. All right, listen to this, huh? So, neither am I. <laughs> I don't make any of this money. No. So, I want, so she usually like sits back there and like if like I'm recording an in person episode, there's like always some type of question mm-hmm. that she'll look up. And I'm like, I want to just get you a microphone and just put you over there. And then when we ask a question, like you can just get on real quick and answer it. And that's all you need. She doesn't want to do it. Is that the glass bottle margarita or is that the plastic? Oh, okay. Okay, the glass is better, but no, those are fire. Have you ever had the eighteen hundred? No. The uh, the eighteen hundred margarita. It's like the same size, but a little bigger. Those things cold, only cold, obviously. But those things are freaking good. They're pre mixed margaritas. <laughs> yeah, that right there is dangerous. I'm telling you. And she's I'm... going to hang out with my sister tomorrow uh, at the oh, pool. Okay, dang pool day. I need a pool day. I do too. I put them in, and I don't even get to swim in them. Yeah, you literally do all the hard work, and you don't even get to like you look at it when it's like perfectly. Like, yeah, done. me and Brent, the guy I work with, we were doing one, and it was hot. We were sweating our ass off, and I was like, "I'm honestly about to just dump jump in this pool before we leave." I was like, "I'll be dry before we even get to the truck." Like, honestly, and I was like, "I'm so close." Ooh, I, um, I was like, "I'm so close. This might be the one that I finally jump in." None of nobody's jumped in. I mean, I've been in them like up to my knees, having yeah, to put lights in or right. whatever. But usually, I, I mean, when you're installing them too, the water's probably not perfect, like pristine condition either, right? It is for a little bit. It gets dirty. Yeah, I mean, it I'm, gets I'm dirty assuming, quick. Yeah, because like, especially if it's not hooked up and running, if because we we don't always get it like we have it plumbed to the pad, but we don't have the pad together and the mm-hmm. pumps running and everything. If it's not, then it, it, it'll get, like, we had a couple that, they turn red. Like, like murky? Oh, no, like, straight red. Oh, looks red. Like blood. Oh. Like blood. Because <laughs> um, it's algae that, that's green and turns red, I guess. Right. 
but it looks gross. And then like sounds you'll like kick mad it on. algae. It is. You'll kick it on, and then like by the end of the day, it's pretty it's good. Fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you probably just gotta change your filters like the day after. Yeah. We had a uh, one customer that was like, "Wait, I have to clean it," and we're like. <laughs> We're not a service company. We don't come back and clean these for you. Like we just install them, and you're on your own, pretty much. Like we we come back and usually close it. I'm gonna kill the cat. I'm gonna kill the cat. <laughs> we usually come back and like you know steal it up for winter the first year, and then after that we're done because I mean we only have four guys, so like I mean yeah, that's like and when asking your car in, salesman if he's gonna change your oil. Yeah. You're gonna come back and change my oil for free, for free right. too. Like that's what everybody wants, and it's like, what? It, no, like I'm not even the boss, and that doesn't even make sense. Right? Uh, yeah, it's it's a crazy industry. It's an industry I never, also never thought I'd get in. Manual labor, I feel like fits me, but I didn't feel like pools. I think manual labor definitely fits you, just because. I mean, you've always been manual labor, <laughs> literally always. Hey, but um, put that up. I can hear that. <laughs> The pool industry definitely, I mean, that's not like I would instantly think of pool industry mm-hmm. when I think of you working manual labor, but I definitely feel like manual labor has always been your, your you know, thing. Let's play a little game. If you had to guess one job that you thought I was going to do, what would it be? Oh, shit. Like, if you thought I went, even if I did or didn't go to college or anything, like, what did you, if you, like, if from high school, what did you think I was going to go on to do? Damn. I, th- I feel like that's quick. a weird question because now I got to think of an answer. It's not a weird qu- question, but it's definitely like hard. So let me think back to high school, Cole, when we were about to graduate. Um, I'd probably say like, oh, shit, I don't know, maybe like, uh, like concrete. I mean, you kind of do that right now. Eh, we I don't mean, really do much concrete work. I hate concrete. Or I could, I mean, like, but that. Or I could thing. see like, um, ODOT, like, yeah, like actual union construction work. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Sometimes I wonder why I went to college. But I mean, I also, I also like when you told me you were like when we first like like our first little like our freshman like connection like uh, like because we went a while without like actually talking to each other just because obviously camp football mm. all that but like when we actually like connected again i remember you told me you were focusing in computer science <laughs> so i mean and i could have i could have seen you do that as well so it's not like that's the funny thing is my boss like tells customers i'm his it guy <laughs> he's because he struggles with like his printer just connecting to his okay. computer sometimes and stuff and like social media stuff like i'll be like how'd you make that video and i'm like it's or uh, like you just add music right. really and he's like i don't even know what to reel it and like he's only 30 and i'm like dude he's just, you know he's whatever but like, he literally tells customers like yeah that's my it guy and i'm like yeah i'll hear him you know cussing up a storm in the office and i just walk in and fix it i like push a button and it works half the time i don't even know what i'm doing i'm just right like, turn it off turn it on i don't know no i definitely could have seen you with the computer science major as well it was just kind of like You've always been a hard worker, and you've always been... You've never been the office type of guy either, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, That's where, like, you know, post-college, everybody's like, so what are you going to do now with your... Like, what'd you major in? And right. I'm like, well, I'm going to go put in pools <laughs> for the time being. And, like, originally, it started out, like... When I originally came out of college, I was like, I'm going to do it for a year and see where it goes. And then, you know, probably look for jobs and stuff. And then, like, you know, I just, 
I got to thinking, like, I don't know if I could sit at an office, like in an office. I feel like if I got a different job, it'd have to be like one that I'm in the field, but also in office. That's understandable. I mean, I like I, I work nine to five. I work from home mostly, but it's like, it's nice. Yes, it's nice to be able to wake up, open your laptop, clock in. But that's it's what also, my roommate in college does. It's also kind of like you don't almost you, like you have a schedule but you don't have right, a schedule. that and like i get to the point where i don't really want to leave my house at all you know? yeah like <laughs> and like you need to leave like it's yeah that's like the one of the best things and worst things when it's really hot but like working outside dude it's awesome like people get pissed like how are you so tan i'm like i work i work outside i will say don't that. look at like you know past my uh t-shirt yeah. because it's white <laughs> But, like, I, I mean, it's nice to be, like, I get a nice tan, and you're outside enjoying the day. Like, she's talked about days, like, at the hospital where it's, like, really nice out and stuff. And then, like, the day she has off, it's raining. And yeah. I'm, like, I'm outside every day. I get yeah. to enjoy it every day. Like, working, uh, like, landscaping, because, you know, I worked for yeah. quality, like, every like every summer. Or it was just two summers that I was in college. Um, I will say like yes the work is hard yes the work sucks at times but like being outside is amazing mm-hmm. and just like the people you meet when working manual labor jobs I feel like they're a different breed they're a different breed and you actually like you're like wow like this is like you get really close with them and it's just like it's kind of like going to hang out with like some of your best friends just working all day like you're working hard as hell obviously but like it's still you're working for something it's bigger. almost like a whole different family yeah like you, you literally because that's what like people always say your work family and i like never really thought anything of it and like you know what working at the kennel i love the kennel i love the kennel yeah. <laughs> I, I had my issues with the kennel but i i, I love Ren and buddy i you hope worked you there for a while too five years yeah all through high school up to actually it was more than five it was sophomore year of high school i started there and then my junior yeah so five years junior year of college is when that uh fell through and then that's when i started with steve so i really only had i had a couple odd and end jobs like ups for a winter or whatever but really only had like two jobs Mm -hmm. so i guess i really haven't explored too much but i've also like loved both my jobs and it's like i've got i've I've knock on wood i've been very lucky that like the jobs i've had i've been very happy i've had great bosses like my boss now is awesome he you know he'd help me out if i need it and like it's hard to walk away from something that you truly love doing. That's what, you know, we see it all the time where people go to do jobs. They fucking hate doing Yeah. Like for their whole life. And I was one thing that I saw heard on Instagram and it said, you know why people love athletes? And it was like, I don't know. Cause they bang, you know, hot models and stuff <laughs> or whatever. And he's like, no, people love athletes because they actually chase their dreams. Yeah. They went after something that they truly enjoyed. And, like, obviously, like, we'd love to go play NFL football. Yeah. But, like, there comes a point where you have to wake up and realize realist, like, reality. But you have to, like, be able to, I I think it's important to find something that you truly love to do. Is this my forever dub? I have no fucking clue. That's the other thing. You never know what's going to happen. You never know. Like, the pool industry could just take a complete shit and nobody wants a pool. Luckily, everybody wants a pool right now. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I mean, everyone's trying to increase the value of their house, too, so. But I think it's very important just to find something that you love to do. And a lot of people, I think, miss out on that. I mean, that, yeah, I like. But like, you also do need, like, I, I think it's important to, to have a job in general because, like, we thought you need money. That's what I was about to say is, like, I mean, 
I like I wouldn't say I love my job by any means. I mean, I enjoy my job. I'm blessed to be able to work from home. I'm I'm blessed to have a job in general because there's people who do not have jobs who yeah. are struggling. Um so on and so forth there, but I will say that like not every job is permanent. So like just like I like I kind of said at the beginning of the podcast, take it one day at a time. It's just you're making money right now. You could be not making anything, you know? Yeah. So Take it for what is what it's worth. Learn from this experience and use that experience to grow even better or even start your own business. Sometimes you honestly just have to embrace the suck for a little bit. Embrace the suck. That was that was a um title of a podcast. I believe it was Shane Quinn and uh Ike Lee brought it up on another episode. These were a while back. But like it's the it's the truth. You have to embrace the suck. Things are gonna suck in life. Sometimes you just have to embrace it. It's something to learn from and grow from but you just have to take the suck and i say it all the time but everything happens for a reason like you will never you will not know the, the most reason cliche but most realistic saying that you will yeah. ever hear in your entire life I, I literally live by that and i think i said that on the last episode i was on it's just you have no idea why things happen to you but things happen to you for a certain reason that you might not be aware of but just push and you may it. never truly understand why it happened. Yeah, you you may like, never know. There's or, a reason. Yeah, there's definitely a reason. And and even maybe thirty years after it happens, mm-hmm. you look back and you're like, damn. Well, look at all those times like our parents would do things when we were in high school, middle school, whatever, and we just thought it was just the dumbest thing, mm-hmm. the dumbest rule. But now we're older and we're like, damn. Now I get why they did that. Exactly. <laughs> I would have ended up in jail if I would <laughs> wouldn't have listened to that or wouldn't have had a choice to listen to that right. or something like like certain things that they like taught us or like just did that we thought was awful, but in reality it was something that was very, very helpful. But yeah, that that's like, going off to everything happens for a reason too. Like failures, people fear it so much, and I get it. No one likes to fail. No one fucking likes to fail. I'm sneak peeking. That's why I'm talking about it. I wrote that script today. The sneak peeking Friday's episode. No one likes to fail. Everybody hates failing. You feel disappointed. You feel like you're worthless. Like you feel like you just completely messed everything up. But in reality, failure is success in disguise. Because your failures are what's going to lead to learning, growing, improving. Bigger and better. Bigger and better, honestly. I think it, the quote I heard, it was Einstein said, yeah, he said failures success in disguise and it was uh was it Einstein or Thomas Edison Thomas Edison didn't have 10,000 failures he had 10,000 things that taught him the one right thing right because like he that man had so many inventions that were just nothing but we also wouldn't be able to see anything without that man right so, like he was the one that did the light bulb right oh, shit. hey tech girl <laughs> it was Thomas Edison that invented the light bulb right <laughs> Yes. All right, but yeah, I was about to say, I mean, I think so. It's but, been a while since yeah. I took history. That'd Where's history. Coach Warrington at? You got <laughs> oh, man, Coach Warrington. I talk about him on this podcast. I should probably get him on the podcast. That would be electric. You should. And have him give a... <laughs> You know, it's a motivation big... Monday. Give me your quote of the like your random saying of the day. Right, or just have him give a scouting report, <laughs> or just a fake scouting report, real quick. So uh, tell me, that's what I'll be like. I want. I expected a scouting report for the Roughnecks podcast. So what is it? 
well, you see, you like to run cover two with your uh, questions, and it's like, what the fuck do you even mean? Well, yeah, you got the you got the main host. He's about three fifty, <laughs> runs a four three. Um, he's an animal. I'm telling you, you're not gonna be able to stop him unless you wrap up. <laughs> That's what that was. What he always said. He, he's a hey. You gotta wrap him up, or he'll just run you over. And it's like, okay, okay, Warrington. Uh-oh. And then my favorite was when he get pissed off at class. What are you looking at me like that for? You ever seen Trailer Park Boys? Oh, dude, I watched Trailer Park Boys. I pr- I promise you, I've watched every season through probably four or five times. <laughs> I I uh, do Bubbles impressions sometimes. And she, <laughs> when I was just talking right there, she's like, "You just sounded like Bubbles again." I, I love Trailer Park Boys. I always do the thing where. Or Ricky on there when he just says like the complete wrong thing for something. Totally fucked. Two turnips and heat. Like that is my. That's what I remember all the time. I don't know how they cut. Like I wonder how many like cuts they had to do. I couldn't keep. I could not either. It's so funny. And I love bubbles. First thing, dude, fucking runs through the mud. That go kart in the glass. I love Bubbles is my favorite. Ricky is my second favorite. I like Julian too. So like it's hard not to like Julian, but like Julian's also the dickhead though. He like always like he's the dad. He's He's the one who gets them into trouble too most of the time as well (laughs) with his big plans. All right, we're gonna do this, but you guys are gonna do it. I'm gonna sit a trailer. Right. Uh, How I don't know how we transitioned to trailer. Oh, thanks, Sierra transition to trailer park boys hey if you haven't watched it honestly it's on netflix just just take a quick it's peek. worth it it's worth the watch but i'm gonna i think we're gonna move into the final segments of the podcast how much time are we going about an hour yeah we'll move into the final segments and i don't think i've asked you this question because it was just a question for guests so you may have heard it you've probably definitely heard it before if you've listened to episodes but if you could go back in time and tell your 16-year-old self one thing, what would it be? Ooh, okay. I would I would walk up to 16-year-old Dante, and I'd be like, hey, you don't know everything. Stop thinking you know everything. You're going to learn a lot in these next couple of years. So just keep your head on straight and take everything with a grain of salt. Stop, Stop thinking that everyone's trying to correct you. But instead, take it as a lesson and learn from what someone's trying to say. And that's honestly probably exactly what I'd say, because I feel like 16-year-old Dante kind of felt like he had the world figured out. <laughs> Don't we all, man? When we're all six, like, I feel like everybody when they're 16, like, that's kind of, it's I love asking that question because I wish, like, I don't have a ton of younger listeners that listen. And sometimes I wish I did because mm-hmm. I'm like, the, these are things that we were told over and over again by how many people like it's not going to matter. Dude, I can remember multiple talks of just like even even in like, say, it's the end of the day, end of a football practice, Coach Seb coming up like, hey, guys, like I've said this multiple times, multiple people, but like just like teaching us like he's he Coach Seb. One thing about Coach Seb and I loved about Coach Seb is how he talked. He, he would yell sometimes if I mean if it was worth it if like if he was actually oh, super we, pissed we off. We pissed him off. <laughs> yeah, times. if he was we definitely pissed. pissed him off. But like everything he said to you was a lesson, or like he's he's trying to get a point across to you that is honestly probably bigger than what you can understand at that time. We think it's related to football, but it's really really right. related to it's a lot life. More. And he That's was I was so glad life. when I had him on because I knew it was going to be a good episode, and it's one of my highest performing episodes. And that's not even why I did it, but it was also just because like. 
having a conversation with him is you learn a lot just talking to him yeah. whether it's on a podcast or just talking to him like in general and it's like and it's always funny too like anytime you run into him it's the same thing over <laughs> and over again you just you see him you go coach sev and he goes dixon <laughs> or like dante like it's the same like he just said well like and he starts in on his stories or whatever and it, it's awesome i love sev to death yeah it's just like there's a lot of things as as a young as a young person that you don't really like you don't really think about until you're older and it's crazy that you actually remember those speeches or those like those talks that you have but that's because like they were really trying to relay like relay a message to you that's bigger than yourself but it's like pertaining to life and not pertaining to like hey you have to perform on this next play mm -hmm. it's literally like hey i'm trying to prepare you to be a man that's what that's what i was gonna say steph was one of the best coaches that i've ever been around or ever really seen that turned literally helped turn boys into men yeah and like maybe he didn't get them all the way there but he definitely guided them Toward, like he pushed them kind of towards the right path i mean and you know you know how i felt as like a sophomore not playing yeah like sitting like sitting the bench technically i mean i still played special teams obviously but like you know i mean yes everyone yes i was a part of the team but special teams you guys know everyone who's listening to this has if you played, played football. football and you were just special team it is the most boring game of your yeah. entire fucking life like it's an important aspect of the game but like you don't really feel and especially important. like a walk-in our special teams in my opinion like we were damn good on special yeah, teams. Yeah, we were. We changed a lot of games yeah. because of our special teams. Like, how many touchdowns did we return or how many blocked punts or whatever. Exactly. Like, we did a lot of shit on special teams. But it was just, like, the the message he, like, sent across compared to me, per, compared to the message I got in college was just kind of, like, I was willing to stick out playing special teams in high school mm -hmm. and wait for my shot. But in college, after starting my freshman year, and then being put onto like you know, I was not I was not willing like yeah. that's that wasn't right for me yeah. so I mean it is what it is but that's just like it, certain coaches can ruin sports for you. I had them in high school with basketball. You know, like on, I mean, you know, I almost didn't play basketball my senior year, pretty much because of a coach. Right. Like I just well, it was kind of a couple coaches. There was one coach who was not the head coach. Um, I, I, who I got in, I got into it with a practice one day, which I wasn't really one to like get into with coaches. No, like, you never were. You were always mom pretty stand up. Would guy probably and... pretty much kill me if she <laughs> and she knows the story. And when I told her the story, she about beat me because of it. But you know, like it was just one of those like where it maybe it wasn't my place or anything. He was the JV coach, came in, literally just walked in the door, and. I was playing point guard at the time, which I just switched from center. That was a weird year. Um, just switched from center. And, like, he, I threw a pass, and they scored. And he's like, you're not supposed to make that pass. And I'm like, we scored. Like, and I was kind of a dick. But I was also, like, at the same time, like, you just walked in the door. This isn't your practice. Right. Like, and we scored. Like, it's not like I really did. I don't it's not feel like, like you I turned did. it over trying yeah. to throw a behind the back pass no, or something. I, I threw a pass. It was like, it wasn't anything crazy. It was a normal, like, chest pass straight to him for a layup. And I was like, I, it, it blew my mind, honestly. That's kind of why it pissed me off. I was like, we scored. Like, why is this, why are you coming in yelling at me? And like, I, that's what I said. I said, we scored. And he goes, what'd you say? And I was like, me being a dickhead that I was, I was like, I didn't stutter. <laughs> 
Yeah, that that honestly might have escalated the situation a little oh, bit. Oh, dude, he got all he got all pissed off at me, and then he ended up walking out of practice. But then, like, I remember the head coach after practice, like, if Cole Nixon ever talk, or if anybody ever talks to a coach the way Cole Nixon did, you'll be kicked out of practice. And I wanted to be like, "Why the fuck didn't you kick me out?" But like that, I mean, that I that, it ruined basketball for me. Like, it became not fun, and like it, I hate it that coaches ruin sports. Like, you could have the next Michael Jordan sitting right there and a coach could ruin it yeah. for a player and it's it's really not fair like even high like high school sports in general just the politics that go into high school oh. sports can ruin that for someone too and it's really not fair but like there's nothing you can do to change it really like i mean you can have like all the parents complain that you want or like but there's really nothing you can do it's just kind of how it is yeah like i mean you're always going to see you. Everybody knows it. Everybody's dealt with it that played sports in high school and any sport at any high school. You experience it where, you know, baby Johnny gets to play because guess whose mom goes and sucks up to the coach all the time. Like, that's one thing I'm glad my parents like never went and talked to coaches or anything. And that's like, what... if I was pissed, I wasn't playing. You know what my parents would tell me? Work harder. Right. And it was like, and I think that's why we got along so well because yeah. nothing, like you said, to be like like in the middle of this podcast, like nothing was given to us. We had to work for yes. everything we got, and I am so grateful for it. And Later I will say, life. the one sport that I have not really ex- I, that I never experienced any politics in was wrestling. Really? I mean, I because res- yeah, wrestling, I mean, you have to wrestle someone off to start on the varsity team, and if you no, you can't, yeah. you, I mean, you can't cheat a. Re- I mean, I guess you could cheat a wrestling match but dude like if i if i pin you i pinned you yeah, like i'm like starting <laughs> you know what is. i mean yeah you know what one sport i wish i'd have stuck with baseball baseball yeah i mean dude, ba- i dude. missed this so i miss it like i watch my nieces play softball now and i'm like i wish i'd have stuck with that sport i mean i was never like super like i liked baseball don't get me wrong i I, I was never super into it, and then when I started wrestling in the spring, it just kind of, like, took away from baseball. Mm-hmm. But I will say baseball is, like, one of the most chill sports that you can play. Just because, yeah. like, think about it. Warming up, you're just, I'm like, let's, let's I'd have been throw, screwed, though, because I'd have had a dip in in high school. Yeah, Sean would have got on your no, ass. I won't say his name, but that one pitcher that was pretty damn good always had a fucking lip in. Fair, but I mean, okay. But he was also pretty much allowed to do whatever. He I was about to say, he I mean, played at Vandy, like he was when you're when you're throwing upper <laughs> upper nineties, yeah. you know, like I mean, you gotta give a little. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, I guess we're gonna move into the best segment of the podcast, which is Motivation Monday. Motivation Monday is the point in the episode where I allow the guests to give the Roughnecks listeners a little inspirational bump to set the tone for the week as they listen on Monday morning, but it is Wednesday, so we're getting Motivation Wednesday, and I believe this is two weeks in a row that we're getting Motivation Wednesday, but hey, it's the same thing. You know what? We're going to get them through hump day. It's the middle of the week. It's going to be tough, so what do you got from Motivation Wednesday? All right. Hey, I've actually kind of been preparing for this. Well, not preparing for this segment in general, but I've been drafting like texts to like my group chats, say it's Friday, and I've been tagged text or like drafting like hype up texts for the weekend. So I think I got something. Give me a sec. And you need those. You really do need those. Hey, so it's Wednesday. We're in the middle of the week. You know, 
yeah, times get hard, but why, like, why care about it? We're going to get to Friday. Friday is our end point. We're going to get there and we're going to have a good ass weekend. So why, why dwell on the past of this week? We might as well just keep pushing, keep going, keep your head high. You know, everything happens for a reason. It's hump day. Let's get through the rest of this week. Make it to Friday. Have some Friday beers. I love you all. Friday beers. We always love Friday beers. That's what that segment was originally going to be called. The uh, Hold My Beer. Oh, I almost really? called it Friday Beers. And then there's a really good Instagram yeah, account Friday called beers. Friday Beers. Yeah. So I was like, maybe not. Yeah. Let's go with something different. <laughs> um, yeah, they're actually like that. That account is actually pretty popular. Yeah, that's what I actually I, like. You know, now that I've gotten further into this podcast, I never looked up if Roughnecks podcast was a thing. No, I don't think it is. I don't, there I don't is know. one literally called Roughnecks podcast, but they created like six episodes and then quit. Oh, yeah. So no. I was like, yeah, they're sure. lost. You know, you're and running with it. There's some other like Roughnecks type stuff, but it was like the Roughnecks XFL team. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't even know if the XFL is still a thing. <laughs> hey, shit. Hey, if any if any XFL players listen to this, hey, get this podcast to sponsor your okay, team. Okay, let's get you on. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that'd be awesome. We'd have to change their logo to my logo, but if we could like combine the XFL and the Roughnecks podcast, like they already have the Roughnecks. I don't the Houston Roughnecks. I think is what they're called. Dude, we could be commentators for their home games. You know. Oh, dude. All right, now we're on to something. All right, so I'm going to write down here in my notes, contact Houston Roughnecks. Actually, you know what? Just put me in contact with The Rock since he owns the XFL now. We'll just oh, we'll yeah. go from there. Oh, yeah, I'll call him up after this episode. <laughs> um, but I, I really like some things that you said there. The one, the first thing that stuck out to me was don't do on the past. And we did it a lot. I think me and you both definitely had our times where we dwelled on the past. And I'll, I'll be honest, I was never good with handling things that, and I'd hold on to things that I didn't like, you know, holding on to high school football and then coming in as a freshman, not playing and being like, you know, it was, it was like, all right, I'm, I don't even want to be here anymore. But, you know, holding on to that, ex girlfriend, whatever it was, like things that you have that you hold on to, but why do you hold on to them? Like, there's no point in holding on to it because other, all it's going to do is dra- like slow you down slow your future down if you hold on to things and you dwell in the past it's just slowing your future down and you're not progressing you're almost like coming you're you're downgrading you're downscaling whatever you want to call it i mean it. yeah kind of like kind of it goes hand in hand with everything happens for a reason anything that happened to you yesterday you can't change nope you cannot change it it happened so what what can you change and that's how you think about the situation going forward and how you how you continue on with your life. If you're going to let one situation define who you are, then like, I mean, I'm sorry to say, but you're just not strong. You got to, you got to find that strength. You got to find that strength to keep pushing and just just keep, keep moving, keep going, grab the bull by the horns, you know? Damn straight. That's what I was going to say. Like, you don't have to actually answer this, but this, cause it's kind of a thing for the guests to listen to or like think about as they're listening, like think about your, what you feel is your biggest failure in life or the, like the your biggest mistake that you've ever made is that the person that you are does that is that the person that you are the past doesn't define you at all the things you have now if you continue with your past of how you've been in the past or like you know what if you say you're over like say you think you're overweight and you're like you know I've over the past I've put on a lot of weight if you don't do anything to change that, you're still going to be your past. It is up to you. Like you said, grab the bull by the horns. That's the whole thing with it. 
you are in control of your life. Like life is going to kick our ass. It's going to knock us down just like a bull does to a bull rider. But we are in control of our life. And it's the other thing. I heard a quote one time that said, you know, I think a lot of people like what's the biggest thing that or people forget or something. It's like, you know, people forget that they're the ones writing their story. Mm -hmm. You can't let other people's opinions. You can't let other people's thoughts on you write be your story. You are the one holding the pen to your own story. No one else can write your story. There are still thousands upon thousands of pages to write. You are the one writing it. No one else. Yeah. So take the pen and write your own story. I feel like building on top of that is like control what you can control. Yes. You cannot control. If you say, say you wake up, you wake up, it's Monday morning. Everyone knows Mondays suck. It's all right. We get through them. But you wake up Monday morning, you go outside to go to work, your car tires flat. Can you control that? Did you make the tire flat? No. But what can you do is just look at it in a positive light. Like, okay, everything happens for a reason. Let me get this tire fixed. Or if you have an understanding job, maybe maybe you just got a little time to yourself, you know? It's like you can't control everything. Kind of like an example that I, like, as you said that, it was like one of the recent and few times that I can actually remember taking, like, something that I'm used to be like, this sucks, and turning it into, like, you know what, it is what it is, and you go from there. Last Tuesday, I talked about this on his last episode, where I woke up, it was pouring down rain. Work outside. Yeah. And I'm like, at first I was like, damn. But then like as I'm getting ready, I started to be like, you know what? There's nothing you can do about it. You you can't change the weather. Like, I mean, I mean, Sev, Sev probably could. I mean, if you called Sev, he'd probably be like, hey, clear out for a little bit. Oh, man. He'd literally walk outside and look at the clouds, and they just go the other direction. You're like, damn it. We we would hear thunder all pre-practice, and then, no, this is perfectly clear for the little small window that we had to practice. Yeah. But, I, you know, I was sitting there. I was like, it is what it is. And I kind of, like, thought of it. I was like, maybe I'll get off early today, and I'll be able to get some more things done that, around the house that I was planning on getting done. Like, I, I tried to think of something positive, and, like, I, now that you just said that, I re- realized that I did that. Like, I actually finally took something that was, you know, crappy, that I used to get all pissed off about, that I can't control, and was like, you know what? It is what it is. But it, and then, like, you know, I didn't get off early, but I still had a pretty damn good day. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like, because you went into the day with a positive mindset to where you weren't just dwelling on it and being, like, you know, if you wake up and you're just dreading the day, you're going to have a bad day. Yeah, I mean, if you would have woke up and looked outside, saw the rain, and you're like, oh, my goodness, this is going to be the worst day possible. Yes, it's going to be the worst day possible. The day is going to feel like 48 hours, literally. You're going to work a, what, 12-hour day. It's going to feel like six days. Yep. You know what I mean? It's just like everything, your perceptions on a situation play a lot into how that situation plays out. Like yep. manifestation is a, is a real thing. Like it really is. Yeah. Like, like if you tell yourself you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. You're going to be a, and like, it, if you tell yourself you're lazy, you're going to be late. It, it, I, it was a female talking about it one time on Insta. Like I watch a lot of these Instagram videos cause that's mm-hmm. kind of where I get some ideas for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. But you know, one, it was like, watch how you talk to yourself because how you talk to yourself is what you're going to be. I'm pretty sure it's an old saying. It's just like, watch your tongue. Yeah, like just like literally, like anything you speak into the universe is it could possibly come true. Yes. So just watch what you're saying. Watch. I mean, obviously everybody has jokes. I say some pretty messed up things sometimes. We just, all do. You know, just joking around. Obviously, I don't want it to come true. But I mean, you do. Like in all seriousness, just like 
if you talk about yourself in a positive light, you will be a positive person. But if you shit on yourself all day and you ask yourself why you're sad, then you shouldn't be asking yourself that question because you're pretty much looking in the mirror and telling yourself you're not a good person. You can't throw yourself a pity party and be wondering why you're the way you are. Exactly. And it's no different than don't be um don't be upset about the results that you're not working for yeah yeah for sure i mean if you <laughs> you can't expect everything to just fall in your lap either no i wish it did sometime. yeah i mean shit i wish i could never play the lottery but wake up one day and hit that fucking <laughs> mega millions you know <laughs> like because i don't play the lottery but every time i see that number on a gas station window i'm like damn what would i do with that money that's my thing I... I don't even know what i need to buy <laughs> I've know. I've played the lottery I think once. There was like a couple dollars scratch off tickets or whatever. But like I, that's what me and the guy at work were talking about. It's like I would like I want it like you know maybe sometimes I need to just you know buy a ticket here and there like a mm-hmm. dollar even just dollar scratch off win five bucks. Yeah, you know there's I mean, still hey. there's four bucks. Yeah, I'm up four bucks, baby. But then it also turns into a thing like well there's four bucks give me five more. <laughs> like, yeah, and then you don't win anything on those, <laughs> and then like in real in reality you're down now. Yeah. So like, but it's like I don't even know what to go to get. So I don't know the lotteries. And my dad's always like, "Well, when I win the lottery, I'll give you kids all of it." Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, my mom always goes, "Dennis, you got to play the lottery to win it." <laughs> He's like, "Whoa." Maybe he'll just find a ticket one day. It'll just be the perfect ticket. He can't read it. He'll have to get his glasses <laughs> out. He's getting old, man. I love them to death. I'm trying to get them to come on the podcast. That would be dope. They're not interested. They don't want to do it. One episode. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And it could be like maybe it's a shorter episode, like 30, 20, 20, 30 minutes. That'll be asleep before the end of the episode (laughs) if we do it with both mom and dad. He'll be over there on the couch. (sighs) You get a case of Bush Light, I bet you they'll be on the podcast. No, Miller High Life. Um, I I want to try and do a drinking episode. The champagne of beers? Yes, that's what they love to drink. That's all they drink. Oh, wow gross that's great <laughs> that's literally what brad loves to drink and i, mean, I, I like i mean it's i it's it's i but like i definitely it's not something that i'm just like hey let's go to the gas station pick up a rack of 30 <laughs> my brother used to do it dude because that's what my parents drank so he drank like kind of started drinking it when we do their alcohol and not we but him mm-hmm. and because i was really young then but he uh he was like dude i used to go to college parties and he's like the kind of the part of the reason i did it he's like no one ever stole your beer and i was like that is a good point like if you have a case of bush light some people are gonna steal your beer probably you have a case of miller high like a 30 wreck of miller high life ain't nobody gonna take that shit yeah unless they do it for like unless beer they're pong or, or unless they're hip to miller high life like a lot of i feel like a lot of young people don't drink miller high life <laughs> no a lot of young people almost don't even drink miller light anymore yeah i mean it's all like bush light natty light seltzers anymore yeah I mean, in college, I drank. We were drinking Natty Ice, but that shit is I drink brutal. I, I used to drink Bush Heavy for a while. I'm the, not Bush Heavy. It's like another percentage higher alcohol-wise. Oh wow! But it, it's one of those two. Like when you drink a few of them, you start to feel really full. Oh yeah, like, uh, you don't like that because no. then that's the, yeah no. <laughs> then that cuts down on my drinking. That was the hardest part in college when I was drinking those. I was like, well, I'm getting drunker quicker, but I'm also slowing down because I feel really fucking bloated. Right. But, hey, man, I appreciate you coming on oh, for the course. second time. You'll be on again for a uh, a drinking episode. Oh, yeah. I, I'll be in rare form for that episode, everyone. Maybe, you know what I should do? We'll do one individually first, but 
when I upgrade to another microphone or something, we'll get me, you, and Scott all on at the same time for a drinking episode. Bring back the old Dude, days. We've I talked about these stories that. a little Dude, bit. I could just bring my mic over. I'm sure I could probably connect. Is it, it a to USB? Uh, oh, mine only takes two microphones. Oh, my board does. Okay. So, well, we'll figure it out. But yeah, <clears throat> I might buy a new board. I've thought about it. Dude, that would be awesome. That I would, would love to. It's literally like a Friday night after a football game. That would be oh, amazing. Man. We got to get the same type of alcohol, too, though. And we pizza have, rolls. We, we got to have pizza oh, rolls. I'll put them in the crock. I'll, yep. I'll ask Mama Nixon. I'll be like, Mom. She right, has to make them. You have to come over here and make the pizza rolls. <laughs> Actually, you know what? We're just going to come to the house and record it there. Yep. You can sit there and watch the a special time. episode. Yes. And then we can maybe convince her. If we do it there, then all three of us are there, then we can convince oh. mom to come on. Yeah, she'll definitely say yes if we all three are there. Yeah. Right. Hey, you got to. Uh, this is definitely something that's going to happen. I'm going to be getting this in the works. It's, it's going to happen. Bet that. But I appreciate you coming on. You'll be back on for another episode. Um, it'll be in a, I don't remember exactly what it is, but it'll be a while. But you'll be back on. You'll be back on plenty of times throughout the podcast. Whenever this podcast actually ends, it'll never end. Nope, never ending. Know. I'll be like 40, 50 years old, just still like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> uh, but you guys know the deal. Don't first off, don't forget to go to roughneckspodcast.com, get you some of that merch that is out there. And you guys know the deal. Until Friday, life is hard. It's going to knock you down just like a bull does to a bull rider. Don't let the bull of life walk all over you. Get up. Grab the bull by the horns and take control of your life. Roughnecks out. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the Roughnecks podcast. If you like today's episode, then be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with a friend if you got some value from it. Head over to social media and follow the Roughnecks podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to that YouTube channel. Don't forget to get you some of that merch by heading over to roughneckspodcast.com and subscribe to the newsletter while you're there. See you all next week. Roughnecks out.